Alrighty, you wanna be hipsters? There's a reason you don't know the name of that tune, dude. Because you were not even born. It was released in 1965. Maybe some of the baby boomers know the name of the tune. I can tell you, though. Tijuana Taxi. Alrighty. This podcast and, uh, is also sponsored by Venus Chocolate. Venus Chocolate, in my opinion, is the best chocolate house. They make everything from scratch, dude. They uh, they add the, the, the tequila or the the brandy or whatever. They add the spices. They mix it with co- coconut and, and other ingredients that really make this outfit the best chocolate house. They're not only a chocolate house, dude. They also make these incredible arrangements, dude. Next time you come down to TJ, you have a wedding or something, just bring a, bring a bottle of wine, dude. Bring a cheap bottle of wine and they're going to make it look like a million dollars, dude. Uh, you can buy your own flowers here and they can make the arrangement. You can bring your own flowers. They can make an arrangement. They, you can be, bring your, your jewelry or whatever you want to make it look better. And, and, and you want to impress uh, your future wife or your current wife, bring it over. Now, that's not only what they do. do. They also sell Casa Doña Lupe's uh, jams and dressings and sauces. Dude. You don't have to go to the valley to get some of those great tasting jams and dressings that Doña Lupe sells in the valley, right? Because it's, it's a long drive, you know. I mean, you can just come over and just enjoy it. Also, they have, you know, I didn't know this, but these guys sell the chocolate to some of the craft brewers in town. Some of the breweries in town buy the chocolate from them, dude. And they also, you know, have these events where they do pairings with the beer and the chocolate. They also do pairings with wine and chocolate in the valley, dude. El Cielo is one of those. El Cielo, the winery, they they do pairings with, with, with Venus Chocolates. Okay? So, uh... Gabby and, and Manuel have been here for 11 years in, in the same uh, you know, vicinity, right across the street from the huge parking lot of the casino here and where the racetrack used to be. They have free parking. So, you know, next time, uh, don't bother, dude. Just come over here, bring your gift and, and get it wrapped, you know, or, or buy some chocolates, you know, and, and, and then get them uh, to, to make the arrangement and... And you're gonna you're gonna impress whoever you you give it to. All right, we're ready for for the podcast. Uh, like I said, mention Bajasin uh, Venus Chocolates, and you may get a discount. You have to be persuasive. You may get a gift or a discount. You know, depending on the mood they're in. All right, let's get ready for the podcast. Hello there, people. This is Robert from Bajasin. As you know, we've been developing a series of podcasts uh, focused in the uh, growing gastronomic and beverage scene here in, in Tijuana in particular. Um, our website, bajasin.com, is a, a site that exposes the taste and the pleasures of the region. And as I mentioned, we're visiting today uh, the brothers Echavarria from Baja Brew Labs. We have Adrián. Echavarria and his brother Luis Alberto, also known as Seppi to all his friends. What's up, what's up? So here we are, uh, and again we're hanging out and we're here at their installations at their, their mad laboratory of all things suds <laughs> and cool beers. So again, welcome to the show guys. And again, let's uh, typical, you know, let's start with, uh, you know, how does this 
uh, effort start, your interest, how is it that the concept was developed, and then we'll move along. So, go for it. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Well, this is Adrian, Adrian Chavarria. And, uh, well, the, pretty much the idea grew in back in the days when, when I was in, in college, when I had an, this assignment, and we were trying to automate the brewing process. Uh, long story short, the, the project failed because uh, <laughs> we pretty much didn't know anything about brewing. So, uh, but I, I, I kept the, I, I had this, uh, this urge to know about the brewing process. So we pretty much started like in our... Around 2000, ends of 2009 that I entered the college also and started the gastronomy. Uh, and major. the major in gastronomy, right? And we started like investigating on beer, like on the internet. Yeah, we started the schooling ourselves. So basically, we <laughs> started like home brewers, and we ended up like microbrewers, like microbrewers. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, in somebody's garage, you know. Yeah, then, we uh, started like in our pretty much like Apple started. Garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was in our garage when we started. So. Well, pretty much we have been uh, developing our equipment, um, our processes. Uh, we, we no longer use uh, homebrewing equipment such as the glass carboy and the cooler and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so you guys you guys find a spot uh, and where they're located right now, it's in Pasaje Revolución, right off the main drag on Revolución Avenue, right across the street from a, uh, a famous casino here. So Casino Caliente. Yeah, Casino Caliente. Yeah. So, so it's easy to spot, it's easy to find. It's a it's an area just to give our listeners an idea if they haven't visited. Pasaje Revolución is a uh, it used to be a, a curious shop type of uh, a mall. mall. Yes. Yeah. And that of course faded away, you know, with the interest of the of the tourists that was no longer there. So all of a sudden Tijuana, especially in the Avenue de Revolución Avenue, they find themselves with all these empty, empty places, empty uh, uh, areas, and of course, it's been filling slowly but surely with uh, with different concepts. Uh, you know, from these uh, young entrepreneurs, uh, they've been developing galleries, uh, boutiques, coffee shops, tea shops, and of course, the microbreweries. So, uh, so you guys find the spot, and it's a, it's very well, uh, very well placed right now. I see the, all your equipment. Yeah, You're pretty much a, a full operation. Okay. Yeah, well, Correct. almost fully uh, operation. We just need a cat washer. <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, the people here at downtown uh, received us like pretty well. There are actually still one curio shop in this in this este, plaza, so you still need to pass through the curios to enter to the to the plaza, and you'll then notice the coffee shop and sure. the other two breweries that are around here, Azteca being one. And us at the bottom of the of the plaza. At the end of the plaza. At the end of the exactly, plaza, yeah. yeah. But in the in the uh, lower level, so we pretty much can say that we're the most underground brewery. <laughs> pretty much, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need a flashlight to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, it's it's not hidden, but it's just uh, it's tucked away in a little cool corner. And again, I, I see that you guys have a, a very open facade of your facility, uh, unlike most microbreweries, you know, where they have tasting rooms, but they don't actually allow the people to take a closer look at what's behind the scene, what's behind the keg, what's behind the glass the of glass. beer, you know, exactly. So here, uh, people that, that, that visit you guys here are able to see, you know, uh, the machinery. It's, it's Directly, doing yeah. its job. It's uh, the, the work. 
you know that's involved so i guess that's one of the things that makes you guys a little different so i would understand that you guys expect to maybe exploit that and make it make it an attraction for the people that come here yeah actually we're we're called baja brulabs and our concept it's called open brewing so it literally means that it's for the people that have visited us they can they they also saw that there is no uh, doors okay. there is no closed doors to, to yeah. our brewery actually our tasting room and brewery they're all combined mm -hmm. and whenever you come here and you taste a beer you can also have a like a mini tour in the process mm -hmm. we'll provide it with no cost with no extra cost you just gotta ask it and you could pretty much see whatever we do. I mean, mm -hmm. you, you, if you if you order a beer, you can also see all of our equipment, um, everything in our facility. So if it's messed up, you will see that it's messed exactly. up. I mean, yeah. yeah, so you're concerned about your image, of course. You correct, know, just correct. The cleanliness uh, the place. We, we, we clean on a regular basis twice a twice a day actually of course and during the day because somebody <laughs> spills beer we need to clean it up right, right away right. because somebody might might drip of course so uh yeah we we try to keep uh, everything clean here and, and yeah no and it shows it really shows that you guys are running a, a cool operation here now of course one of the main aspects of a quality artisanal crafted beer is the the, the, the beer uh, itself the beer itself and and the products behind the beer so i understand you guys are able to source some quality hops some yeah uh, some of your grains you know your uh, yeah your actually yeast, some of, of our grains are are cultivated right here on the on the nation they're from queretaro down down on the center right. and we use a lot of hops that are grown down here right on ensenada on the okay. valley yeah, and we like to thank uh, the Casa de Lupulo with Miguel Brown for the, the hops that he's providing us. Okay. And of course the yeast to Insurgente that always been produ uh, providing us with fresh yeast for the for our batches. Yeah, I, I would think that is the the best of the craft beer scene here on Baja that is, everybody's so generous about the excess of uh, of ingredients for making the beer, I think. Exactly, yeah, that, that's one of the things that I've also noticed it, it distinguishes this, this area in particular is that, yes, there's competition, of course, it's a business, uh, there's quite a few of the microbreweries uh, sprouting yeah. out, but at the same time, there seems to be that sense of uh, a brotherhood among the producers, you yeah. know, friendship, it's a close circle, it's expanding, of course, but yeah, that's one of the aspects that, uh, that uh, at the end at the end of the day helps you elaborate a better product. Yeah. Correct, you know? we're actually, uh, members of a brewers guild here in okay or a brewers association here in the baja such as the like the san diego brewers guild okay uh we're also part of of a guild but it's it's based here in the baja with they name uh the fine examples of craft breweries around uh mexicali and senada and tecate and juana sure. so uh people also have uh questioned us about whether if we see all the other breweries as uh, as uh, direct competition, the, yeah. the direct competition, sure. and we we say that that we do not see them as competition. We we, we rather see them as as partners because Correct. the market that 
the craft brewery industry has right now it's really low it's really it's mm -hmm. a little part of the of the market that has the uh, two major groups of, of, of beers, beer makers, uh -huh. the sure. beer makers, which is Grupo Modelo and, and Heineken Group. So it's it's a those are our direct competition because exactly. in 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 terms of market wise, it's it's not feasible to see us mm -hmm. craft brewers as competition. Exactly. We need to help each other. Of course, so yeah, that's that's what it's all to about. To expand yeah. the market, exactly, mm -hmm. and that also gives an opportunity for developing alliances or collaborations. Yeah, I understand you guys have also been involved with uh, not also other brewers, uh, but also some guest cooks, chefs. Uh, some type of uh, you know uh, gatherings yeah. you know where you combine you know your your uh, food, yeah your, uh, we, your product with food right yeah we actually been collaborating with various chefs that not much like to be called chefs uh, they're right. more like like local cooks with uh, their food trucks and everything we like to thank Joe from La Carmelita of course uh, Jose Luis from La Martina Irene from Sure. From from Chalita, uh, from Chalita. Yeah. and that's really the 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 good part of the of the scene here at the Baja because not only the the craft beer scene it's very united it's, uh, it's just that also the the gastro scene all the food industry and the wine industry been accepting like the craft beer scene and been uh, uh, collaborating collaborating with exactly. us yeah so yeah. it's pretty cool to have. All these people like on the same direction yeah exactly the, yeah combining the efforts and you know yeah, that's exactly. what i like to see it you know, pushing it up yeah exactly yeah there's also like a, a like a sort of a trend mm -hmm. in the in the gastronomy industry which is called uh um the sorry the like pairings or no 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 the the actual uh trend of of gastronomy here okay. in, the, in the baja the, the um, the movement of yeah the Bahamed and all that Bahamed, stuff. Yeah, exactly yeah yeah sure. Bahamed. So, okay. sorry about that yeah no, the right. Bahamed movement which uh it's it's gaining like real attention, attention nationally exactly. oh by all means internationally yeah you're yeah. totally right yeah i see many articles written in the last couple of years especially this last year you know where uh, the, the eyes are turning over to to Tijuana and Baja in general, and it can, of Senada. course, yeah. and so now, of course, with the wines, uh, the, Baja, the, the you know the uh, this, the fresh seafood, uh, the uh, all the uh, the ar the agriculture, you know, all the organic stuff. Yeah. So th there's a combination of efforts there. Yeah. So we're we're trying to, to make this connection with this Correct. with this movement and the craft room movement. Exactly. So yeah. so we can uh, add up and gain more market. Exactly. Plus, speaking of that, uh, I understand. Of course, I've seen a, a, a large influx of tourists. Not necessarily the guys, you know, the people traveling from across the border, but from the interior. We now see people from Guadalajara, from Monterrey, yeah, sure. Mexico sure. City, that are now looking at Tijuana as in regards to the micro, the microbreweries, the artisanal crafted beer, as as right. the capital of it, and they come here get some ideas maybe try to get some participation some type of assistance if you will yeah you know, yeah for the knowledge also there, there's this uh saying about by what you were saying that that uh, tijuana and san diego there are two cities in one region because there's there's been this uh collaboration between especially in the brewing industry mm -hmm. from san diego breweries and 
Tijuana brewery. Yeah, so the vertical integration. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correct. And San Diego has been around what 35 years in the craft beer industry. At least 20. Yeah. At least 20, 20, 20 25, yeah. yeah. With Carl Strauss, you know, and Carl Pizza Strauss starting, yeah. And all those guys, and then everything that came, you know, Stone, of course, Stone, that's a big example. Ballast Point. Yeah. Ballast Point. So you, you see one. that. Coronado. Yeah. And people are interested in coming down here, you know, people, American producers, and, and finding out what's going on. And, and yeah, there's been that type of events already. Yeah. So now let's let's look at your uh, your different styles and the different uh, uh, the beers that you've been able to uh, to develop. What the guys do here, it's very interesting. They have once in a while when they're going to release a new beer, a new style, a new flavor. Uh, they have what they call their first Friday. Uh, first draft Friday. First draft Friday. The FDF, right? Yeah, exactly. So were you introduced uh, what you've been working on for the last couple of months or last month? Yeah, well, sure. actually, since we started like uh, five months ago. So. Okay. Yeah, we've bring uh, a lot of styles of beer there is actually our our winning styles uh, we've been brewing the our dry style the good as always okay. we call it and we've been brewing that that one since the first fdf the first so the first batch brewed here on the venue so we have our winnings are uh, also like the the conejita pale ale it's okay. a hoppy pale ale much like the west coast ipas uh, everything served on the region but uh, we make it uh, a little bit more uh, drinkable, sure. uh, a bit less alcohol for the people around here. Okay. Uh, but the same, we also have our wheat beers with fruits, yeah, blueberry wheat beers okay. and red berries wheat. Uh, uh, as always, we have our mistakes, our few infected beers, but <laughs> yeah, it happens. Happen, it happens and we, we cannot cover that. Uh, I mean, we're proud of our mistakes. Exactly, it's part of the business. It's parts you know, of the business. Trial yeah. and error, if you yeah. yeah. Well, actually, this event, uh, what, what we didn't uh, share is that we have this event every single Friday. So okay. every single Friday, uh, our customers can experience a new beer. And there's, cool. there's this uh, commitment from us that, that we will have okay. one new We're beer each Friday. Very something, so. something different, we twist it out like Okay. Yeah. Now let, let's go ahead and give a little credit where credit is due. I, I see that you have a, a very nice setup. Yeah. You know, you have a, your your shop here, your lab. So uh, the engineer oh, behind yeah. all this, we gotta thank our engineer Elio Avendaño. He's been with us since we started. So we started back in school, so we didn't know much about it. So we sort of grow on the grew on the industry. So exactly. we grew to know what we need, and we yeah. basically started with our homebrew equipment. And later on, we noticed that oh, that doesn't work for brewing on the industry. Exactly. So, exactly. so we gotta tame like him for business. like exactly. yeah. all the jumps. Yeah. Now uh, another thing, uh, another aspect that also distinguishes this area is uh, the amount of uh, festivals that are happening. Yeah. You know, we have a, a microbrew festival here in Tijuana, and then we have another one. The Baja Beer Fest. Baja uh, Beer Fest, and then Tijuana we have the one in Ensenada and yeah. all that. So you guys have been actively participating in those. Yeah, yeah. we've been Correct. actively participating. The, we actually have this last weekend the Mexicali Beer Fest the, down on the on the Malters, uh, the old Maltery that okay. was on, on on Mexicali and we sent some 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 beers nothing nothing to sell just to to give a taste give a taste for, for, for beers for yeah. good taste we got a lot of good responses especially from brewers there on Mexicali okay so 
we're start really starting a movement all, all over the the baja okay. the the craft beer movement the food movement exactly. and it's starting to grow with the tj beer fest the mexicali beer fest and Senado beer fest and all, beer obviously expo. the the beer expos and and the the ones that are uh, that are regional the baja beer fest sure we're, we're really having a lot of festivals down here so you should really yeah. give it a give it a try, right? Of course, yeah. One of the things that I always like to point out is that, uh, you know, I've been to uh, beer festivals on the U.S. side, and of course, some here in Mexico. And one of the things that are uh, that are, I believe are a big difference is that in in the U.S. you're given a certain amount of hours. Yeah. You know, you you pay a nice oh, price, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and, but you only got three hours, maybe four hours. You to got to rush so, up, yeah, exactly. right? <laughs> so, so, so that creates long lines, and then worst of all, you're not able to really talk to the guy behind the beer. Yeah, and I think that's right. a very important aspect. And in Mexico, in the beer fest that I've been to, you know, since they're open for quite a few hours, that gives you that opportunity to, to really meet the person behind the, the, the beer, behind the glass, and, and also, you know, basically interact. interact. You actually can drink with the brewer. Yeah, so. <laughs> you get to drink with <laughs> us. You so. pretty much do that. Exactly. No, and, and that's actually some, some of the concerns that that same tourists from the USA have told us that the beer festivals down here in Mexico are quite a bit more fun because of the, the hours late that, take, they, they, sure. that we take. That we still serve beer like 12 o'clock, 1 right. o'clock. So yeah. the, the party keeps flowing uh, differently on the exactly. US. So <laughs> if yeah, you no, want a little bit of uh, more party with exactly. craft beer, you know. Yeah, and again, more explanation as to yeah, what's behind exactly. the product. Yeah, so, well, that's good. That's good. Now, let me ask you about, say, uh, what would you guys do different or or not necessarily just your business but in general as in far general. as the, as far as the beer scene here any ideas any any things that you guys like well, want to explore uh, i would like to say that we we would need more of the brewers to get in touch with the public like not also, not only sell the beer but give free taste on, on local places okay. or local festivals not only of food like dance festivals or cultural events to give like free tasting just to taste the beer exactly. to like to break the the idea people have of the beer exactly. beer so make them make them look that it's artisanal product you don't do not only drink it just for party and fun, you can drink it like on a regular basis. Right. Uh, like a good wine. Like a good wine, exactly. You have right. to share it with a good food. You exactly. can drink it. Yeah, yeah because I, I hear you. what you're saying is that, you know, uh, we have to, at least the, the, the uh, craft uh, brewers need to educate people as yeah, far as, exactly, exactly. you know, what is behind this word artisanal, crafted, what's yeah. behind that. It's not just a beer that you've been drinking you know, all your life and it tastes the same. You know, so I guess that's one of the important aspects that, that uh, part of the promotion is to, in fact, educate people, let them know, educate them a little bit yeah. on, on the product itself. Yeah. Correct. So uh, regarding your, your, uh, your beers, uh, any ones that you want to mention that have been outstanding? Outstanding. Or like big sellers, or and for what reason? Like right now, we're trying this really delicious stout. Yeah, this is an American stout, actually. American style stout is an Aguila Calva. It will be called the Bald Eagle mm -hmm. translation. And it's basically a strong stout beer, 7% sure. alcohol, lots of roasty notes. I, I uh, need a spoon to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well for some cocoa puffs in it exactly so. well there's some people now that are actually putting ice cream i've seen that in ah, some yeah. stouts like a beer float we're so, yeah so yeah something. we're starting uh, this different kind of 
tasting the beer yeah Approach, not all, yeah. not only with not only in a glass you you can taste it with food with, with sure. ice cream yeah yeah and then perceive the aromatics behind it and all that exactly sure. we're talking also just the other day saturday when i was here having a few a few beers with you guys how uh, all these developments and concepts coming up like uh, I, i was just reading uh, in england the other day they had the first transgender beer yeah it came out and at first you think well it's marketed for transgenders and no the explanation was that they uh, the producers actually took the uh, um, uh, the lupulos you know they the, took the, the hops the, yeah the hops that were female and then they transformed them in the process to male to male hops, hops right how they did that i don't know that, that's white man's voodoo there i don't know how they, how they would do that but again we're seeing that there's many developments in the ideas and again it's all just part of, a, of having different offerings you know now you guys when you guys produce your beers is it exclusively uh, from the keg from the tap from the tasting room or you also expect to uh, expand on, on other offers today uh, our main interest and main focus is that people come in to our place Baja Brew Labs to taste the beer to talk with us for us to learn for us to uh, expanding new ways of, of explaining our processes, explaining mm -hmm. the beer, sure. people people getting along with, with the whole brewing uh, industry, mm -hmm. not just not just drinking the beer, but to be involved, to be right. involved in the development of this, this movement. And one of the things that, that well, you mentioned that well, we would want to change okay. here in Tijuana or maybe San Diego because Uh, as, as we said before, uh, uh, we're two, two cities and one, one region. Sure. I mean, I've, I've been to, to San Diego tasting rooms and the, the thing is, is, is we get this really good service, but you cannot meet the brewers. You cannot see the, sure. you cannot be part of the, of the, of the movement because there's this, there's this, uh, how do you call it, a, a, a barrier between the, okay. The, the brewery and the, and the, and the customers. Sure, exactly. So here in Tijuana, you can you can have the this uh, uh, warmer approach. Okay. From from the breweries, uh -huh. you, you can you can actually meet meet us. Of course. Uh, in in terms of our place, you, you you actually can find us from from Tuesday to to Saturday. Okay. Uh, pretty much every afternoon all right mean, exactly yeah so again accessibility approach you know people that are approachable and they want to share you know the knowledge and and what better way to learn yeah. with a nice glass of, of beer yeah, you beer, know yeah. and, and, and being given a walkthrough if you will you know you might not come out knowing everything about beer but you're going to definitely find out about you know the process that it's not simple that there's great interest yeah exactly, in, in exactly. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because the, the, that's our main focus i mean we right. we do beer we do we try to make excellent beer so right. Yeah. And of course, you know, with any other, with any business, of course, you know, you're always expecting to grow and you expect to develop. So uh, one of the things we were talking about earlier was about, you know, the, the different plazas and the different areas here in Tijuana in particular, yeah. like Plaza uh, Fiesta, Plaza Fiesta, which is becoming basically the magnet for uh, many of these artisanal crafted beer producers. And now they're establishing shop there. They're establishing, as far as their tasting rooms, that is. So you guys have plans for eventually, you know, maybe setting shop there? Yeah, right. we have plans for eventually getting a tasting room here, there, over there, but we're taking step by step. Mm -hmm. I know there there's a big competition over there, like the Cerveceria Insurgente, Border Cycle, sure. all the big ones from the Baja scene. Okay. You have them there, but uh, right along, we would like to have it 
maybe next year we can have the opportunity to be serving our beer there of course yeah that's good that's good so uh, again uh you know one of the uh, some of the beers that i've tasted uh, you have a uh, a hefenweizen you know weird based uh, yeah also an ipa with uh, the grapefruit yeah um, blueberry wheat that's a that's an interesting combination too uh, La Cabrona, which La is Cabrona. also a, a nail, right? That's a <laughs> yeah, yeah, British Pale Ale. Yeah. British Pale Ale. Uh -huh. So again, you know, as far as your menu, as far as your listing, uh, your offerings is pretty quite quite varied. Yeah, we yeah. we like to keep it we, we, to keep it fresh, right? Exactly. We make we have a three BBL system, so we brew around five kegs every batch, so okay. we can. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but we can experiment a lot. Of, of course, I think. Uh, we finish different some of our beers. Yeah, so. we give different cast conditions to the beer, so okay. we can get different results from the same batch. So okay. that's how we can make like we can have one beer every Friday. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 That's the trick to it. That's yeah. the story behind it. Yeah. There you go. Take okay. note. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so again, I, I seen you guys done a lot of progress. I mean, you were telling me that this concept developed uh, a few years ago, but you guys have been at this place now for what six, seven months, maybe. Yeah, we're reaching the uh, five, six, 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 six months month period. We're pushing, yeah. pushing, yeah. We're yeah. pushing yeah. to the six there, months, so right? And, and you can months. see, yeah. you know, that you not necessarily the improvements, you know, because it's it, it, you started from square one. So uh, there haven't really been improvements. There's been development. Yeah. You, know, you guys have been setting up your, your shop, uh, your, your machinery. We're just being adding much. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. And of course, a very nice place and very open. Uh, you can fit quite a few people yeah, here, well, and it's not it's not huge. But it's it's also very intimate. That's one thing I like. Yeah, about. that's the idea. Have a warmer approach to people sure. to just have a pint, have a good talk, okay. good music. You can play ping pong also. Yeah, we course, have a ping yeah. pong table. Right, right. It, it serves various purposes. We hear ping pong and beer, beer pong, pong. So exactly <laughs> so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you means. like. And then you also keep a. a, a I'm, I'm very picky about music. And, yeah. and usually, you, you know, you you have places where the music is blaring and it's very loud and you can't even talk but in your case it's it's pretty cool because you know uh, yeah. you guys have a low uh, low background music, low background music mostly funky mostly funky side of it yeah, yeah. yeah so i like a, to keep things funky now. i like that <laughs> so again my friends uh, as you've been listening you know the uh, echavarria brothers you know baja brew lads in tijuana at Paseo Revolucion. Uh, they're going to give us, of course, the details as to how to reach them. You know, with the through you their social media. You can reach us on Facebook. Uh, you gotta, you gotta write it like all together, Baja Brew Labs, okay. all together. Okay. And we're like pretty much the first option. Yeah. And we're available like 24/7. I mean, you can also email us at info at bajabrewlabs.com. It's really easy to to remember. Okay. And we'll uh, give. Give us a touch. I mean. <laughs> give us a touch. Keep in touch. Give them a call and yeah. keep in touch. So again, next time when you're visiting Revolution Avenue, again, uh, just ask for Pasaje, Pasaje Revolucion, and you'll definitely have a yeah, a, a good experience and a, and a good chat with the guys here. So again, I want to thank the, uh, the Chavarria brothers, oh, thanks to you, thanks Alberto and Adrian, and again, Baja Scene, just uh, placing you at the uh, at the right places regarding the good taste and the good pleasures happening in the Baja region. Okay, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.